Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Thursday the 6th of October. Today I shall be joined by uh, Agna Vaitkovacute, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Agna, how are you doing today? All good, all happy, the sun is shining, so that's always a good plus in the UK. What Absolutely. about you? <laughs> Absolutely. Yep, yeah, all good here, thank you, all good here. So um, what uh, story stood out for you from today's Watson's Daily? So today I want to talk about the OPEC Plus story. So yesterday yeah. OPEC decided to lower its uh, oil production target by 2 million barrels a day. So mm-hmm. to put into context, that would equal around 2% of global consumption of oil. Uh, mm-hmm. However, the actual cut is likely to be around 1 million because smaller members haven't been producing uh, as they what they were supposed to be producing. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, uh, it's this move is going to raise oil prices. So they're expected to reach like $100 um, by Christmas if it continues this mm. way, uh, which mm-hmm. is still lower than the $130 high. I think it was when Russia first invaded Ukraine, uh, but mm-hmm. still higher than uh, any time between 2015 and 2022. Mm. And why I found the story interesting was just because it's a massive blow to the US. I mean, the US has been aggressively lobbying Saudi Arabia to try to prevent mm-hmm. this from happening especially now mm. with the crisis in Ukraine, they really want to try to pressure Russia and to reduce their, well, their source of income for, you know, to, for fueling the war machine. But did you hear the, the uh, did you hear the police coming after you again there? Yeah. They, maybe they, it's they, a Saudi Arabia. <laughs> maybe I'll be the next Khashoggi. <laughs> oh no. No, 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 don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, don't knock on uh, that. No, no, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Khashoggi, yeah, it's just terrible for Biden. I mean, he's been cozying up to, uh, to the crown prince and the crown prince has you know been accused of ordering the murder and well dissolving of the journalist Khashoggi mm, and mm. he Biden still could not change anything so that looks terrible for his population and also when we're in an energy mm. crisis it looks even worse because it shows that well Biden and also the G7 they're simply stuck I mean mm. yeah Saudi Arabia Russia OPEC they still have a control over oil prices and it's not great. Mm. And I think also, considering that OPEC is a cartel, I think it's really showing how, well, the negative sides of having a cartel that controls oil prices, especially in times of well, geopolitical tension. Uh, because before, yeah. when there was more or less greater cooperation among nations, it worked okay. Of course, it's a bit of a mm. dangerous situation because the countries can raise prices as they see fit to you know, help them gain profits. But now that we're seeing increased tension between Russia and the EU and the US, uh, well, I mean, the cartel, the countries of the cartel, they're capitalizing on that and they know they have the power and the stronghold and so they're using it to their advantage. So that's my thoughts on the issue. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that, uh, you know, you made some great points there. Um, I would say that it's, it's just an, another example of, you know, the weak position of Biden. I mean, I have to say, I, I was not a Trump fan and I really, really wanted um, Biden to, to be, you know, to be better, do better. Yeah. But I just haven't seen anything, really. I, you know, you know, even mm-hmm. that, the, the whole abortion thing. I mean, that's, you know, I know that's not, you know, we're talking about corporate law, you know, co- <laughs> um, commercial law here, but and all, uh, not commercial, but commercial 
stuff and business mm-hmm. and finance and stuff. But I just think the whole thing, it just, I just don't see that he's done an, a particularly amazing job. And, you know, it, when when there was he made a right or you know the media made a right made a right song and dance about him um seeing uh you know uh prince uh crown prince yeah. mohammed bin salman recently mm-hmm. and clearly <laughs> that has done nothing so yeah, absolutely what, nothing. what was the point he could have just done a zoom i mean at least then he would have had a smaller carbon footprint and used less oil <laughs> so you know um but, you know, but, it would have helped the cause. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. So um, it, it just shows yeah. it, uh, you know, how powerless um, mm-hmm. not just the US, but the West is in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of oil and especially mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, so the yeah, OPEC plus have all the cards and we're just having to march to their rhythm. So <laughs> I think that, um, you know, it's it's bad. We're just going to have to deal with it. Um, and, um, you know, I, I can't, it's so bad. I don't even think he's going to do any, I bet you he doesn't do any, not any real sanctions. Um, no, I don't think it's, I don't think he can. I mean, yes, mm. they have their emergency res, reserves of crude that they're releasing, but it's tiny. Yeah. And uh, in the short term, definitely, definitely nothing can be done because if they're already putting sanctions on Russian oil, if they put sanctions on Saudi Arabian oil, like, mm or OPEC oil in general, like, I don't know what alternatives they have. Mm. I mean, it might be an incentive for North Sea producers to increase their oil mm. supply. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's tiny compared to what OPEC controls. So, mm. yeah, I mean, the only solution is long term, hopefully it kicks into the West that mm. perhaps need to change reliance on what energy sources mm. they rely on. That mm. will take time, but hopefully it's also a push to really get the green transition going or other sources of um, energy and mm. of gas and oil yeah but yeah and if yeah. It, for now not looking great <laughs> no no it's not um so yeah i mean i think that uh we just have to we'll just have to get on with it i doubt yeah. biden's really going to be able to do anything in the way of real real sanctions um so yeah we'll just we'll you know we'll, we'll just carry on i mean the the main thing here is is um opec plus needs to acts as one and to make sure that it sticks with this um you know because if 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 there starts to be because it the thing is is in historically with opec for instance you know they there has been a um sometimes compliance with the overall um uh, the overall uh you know um production quotas for instance mm-hmm the compliance with it sometimes varies. So sometimes you have the producers, they're all, you know, obeying what the, the, you know, the collective says, mm-hmm. but then, you, and it's usually countries like Iran, I believe that, that often they overproduce. So, mm-hmm. um, because they just, they just want the money, you know, to get the money in. Yeah. Um, and so it will be interesting to see, given this atmosphere, what the compliance among OPEC and non-OPEC members will be mm. towards this. I would imagine it would be um, very much so among the big producers, but I think some of the smaller ones I would have thought would be very sorely tempted um, to sell their oil very quietly um, <laughs> elsewhere. 
<laughs> yeah, because I mean, it was for sure that the West will turn to them because yeah. I mean, they'll see a better a better offer. And although perhaps maybe the countries who will be tempted and be selling mm. salad is at such well, a yeah. high price. Well, I mean, for them, give, it's still something. Given that the um, Europeans have just uh, agreed to, uh, you know, a price cap on Russian mm-hmm. oil then um, that, you know, the, the Europeans are going to be an absolute prime customer okay. for any uh, countries that decide that they they would quite like to make some uh, a fast buck. Um, uh, and it will also be uh, great for those countries which unfortunately don't have the best human rights records mm. or other sort of uh, yeah. political records because I think the West is pretty desperate. So yeah. they might cooperate with some countries that they wouldn't usually, which isn't great for their soft power yeah. and reputation, yeah. but desperate yeah, definitely. Times. Definitely. So there we go. Um, so yes, a bit of gloom, gloom and doom. Yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, we can't leave that out these days. Um, <laughs> Um, so anyway, so I think I, I'm going to switch um, to talking uh, about um, one of, I guess, this week's big stories, which is Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Elon Musk has obviously he's done this U-turn. Um, so he was going to buy Twitter. Then he said, oh, there are too many bots. And, you know, so and actually you didn't tell me the right stats. So. I, that gives me license to pull out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this week he said that, uh, in fact, he is going to do it, uh, presumably <laughs> because the, his lawyers, or the, sorry, Twitter's lawyers, did a fantastic job um, of, of <laughs> drafting um, a contract. Yeah, he didn't um, see that one coming <laughs> no, somehow. So, no. So, I mean, even the mighty Elon Musk <laughs> has to uh, do what he says he's going to do. So, anyway, so that, I mean, that was quite... Um, interesting in itself um and then he's now moved on to saying that he's got this plan for an everything app a super app Mm -hmm. um that will bring together things like messaging payments commerce and the this it basically sounds like what he's trying to do is to replicate what is happening with say wechat and weibo in china Mm -hmm. now although this sounds good in a way, like from a consumer point of view, you think, oh, how useful, you know, uh, that you have all of that stuff all in one. Um, the thing is, I reckon that the reason why um, that, you know, WeChat and others were able to develop in China was because the government was keen to encourage growth of tech companies in China. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, um, oh, that's me. In Sorry, no, that's, that's me <laughs> yeah, in that was the now, Chinese authorities. <laughs> so you got you got the you got the Saudi Arabians after you. I I've got the I've got the Chinese. Uh, oh dear. On my back. Yeah. <laughs> we um, really so... embroiled in some geopolitical <laughs> tensions. <laughs> who'd, who'd have thought on this on this podcast? Anyway, um, so so anyway, so I just think that um, uh, yeah. So I just I just think that um, these companies were allowed to grow and grow and grow and mm-hmm. grow without much in the way of control. Mm-hmm. Um, until they became these massive giants, um, and although you know Elon Musk, I think you know it said in one in this this article that um, he thought this was a bit of a like you know at the beginning he mm-hmm. thought that not having a super app was a was a um, a chance that was a, a missed opportunity, oh. <laughs> um, but I think that. I really think that the reason why we don't have super apps, say, you know, in the US, UK, Europe, etc., is because 
I don't think that regulators, Western regulators, will actually agree mm-hmm. to to the way that they would grow yeah. because they would see that there would be too uh, too much power concentrated mm-hmm. in one company. And I mean, you know, when you consider things like recent things like Microvision, uh, Microvision, Microvision, <laughs> Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. If there we go. There's a new, Microvision. The, new, the new the new name for the company, uh, or Blizzsoft. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, Microsoft and Activision. You know, this is this is um, the 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 UK's uh, competition and and uh, markets authority is looking into this you know and this is this is just gaming it's it's and it also it's not you know in the scheme of things for microsoft you know their other businesses are bigger than their gaming businesses so in a in theory that that you know that those two should they that should be okay mm-hmm. but um that's just gaming but yeah. when you've got what about you know messaging payments commerce all wrapped into one i just can't see that they would allow that um but what do you think yeah, I completely agree. I really don't think they would allow this mega app. I mean, especially now, I probably mentioned this a few days ago, but competition authorities are like hawks ready mm. to pounce on anything that they can enter in, in the gi- digital space. Mm. I mean, it's such a new front- frontier for competition law because digital, well, everything in the digital sphere actually extends to different markets and they're really struggling to regulate different markets in the digital market mm-hmm. so if they see elon musk coming with a super app here in um, the uk the us or the eu they're immediately going to put a stop to it i mean yeah. they're still reeling from the fact that um back a few years ago when fa- well meta platforms at the time facebook acquired whatsapp mm-hmm. and i'm sure they're still quite in pain about that especially mm-hmm. since later on now when meta tried to acquire giphy uh, well, they complete, the CMA completely shut that down just out of fear, even though it's just gifts. Like, it's something mm. really big, but they're just so fearful of letting these big tech companies expand. So mm. if Elon Musk comes about and starts to try to expand in the same way and even go further, there I just don't think there's any way it'll pass. And mm. also, I mean, compare it back to the China point. Yes, these apps did work in China, but another interesting point is that, well, in China, what the authorities allow is what is allowed what they don't want and what they don't allow will not be allowed and so such big apps they're also a great way for uh to control the population i think and to oversee what is being done Mm. by their population because everything is organized into one app so it's so easy for authorities to be able to track uh user data and also Mm. see exactly what they're doing in different Mm. spheres of their life i mean how they're paying their bills to their bank account to what they're Mm. posting on social media Mm. and so if elon musk is at the head of this big super app with access to all this consumer data, it's a bit dodgy. And mm. I don't think consumers will like it, and I don't mm. think regulators will like it at all. Yeah. So really, I think like from a cynical side, I really think he's just talking about this. It's all talk, no show, mm. because he kind of wants to distract from the fact that he did take a little bit of a big beating. Um, yes. And uh, yeah, he just, it's a mm. great way to distract by saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to make it a super app with free speech because yeah. he has such a almost yeah. hysterical fan base. Yeah. So yeah. he loves this stuff. Yeah. But the fact is, he lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so thing, we can't it? change that. But... <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing, isn't it? Like you say, I mean, 
you, you know, we can, we're now, look at, look at everyone, everyone's now talking about super app and stuff and he must be loving this. Um, yeah, exactly. So, he I lost. Mean, it's yeah, only and, because he lost. Exactly. And, and who knows? I mean, maybe um, if things don't go his way next, uh, the next, next thing is he'll, uh, he'll, you know, he could announce a, uh, uh, another big purchase of Bitcoin considering <laughs> it's come down so far, but uh but um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, you know, it's interesting, interesting concepts. Sounds quite useful in theory from a consumer point of view. But I think overall, unlikely from a practical and competition point of view. Definitely. So um, definitely so not there. in a, a capitalist market. Like I just don't think, especially when there's so many issues now with big tech. Their regulators are not going to pass anything that allows more stifling of competition, mm. even though yeah. it may be slight. So poor Elon, I guess uh, the battle is only. <laughs> there's, there's, hold on, there's not. I don't think many. There are many sentences you'll you'll hear the words "poor" and "Elon." Uh, yeah, I don't mean seriously. Yeah, that's um, true. The one yeah. time, <laughs> yeah. gonna bring him down. Use the yeah. get him exactly. when he's low. Exactly. Yeah. But he should just turn to Spain. He yeah. might have more chance there. Oh, yeah, Maybe but Elon. I don't know. He's doing. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. But um. But anyway, right. So. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So I think that some very interesting topics today. Um, and I'll say like I do on every Thursday today is Thursday. Um, <laughs> and, um, we are going to do, so this evening there is, uh, as always, um, there is a zoom call for, um, for subscribers. So for, for gold and silver members, um, of Watson's daily, um, and we will be talking about, uh, two, debate topics um i'll do the usual thing where i'll start off by summarizing you know what, what's been going on this week um and how the stories have developed um any q a and then after that um we we've got two um, de- um debating topics as well so those topics are in today's watson's daily so you can have a look at those do a bit of preparation if you can because you get more out of the call if you do um, but obviously, I'll guide everyone through it, and uh, yeah, it should be good fun. So, if you want to talk about Elon and bash him with us, please do join. <laughs> yeah, There'll there be plenty go. of opportunity to. There you go. There you go. Or defend him. Or defend de- yeah, him. True. Yeah, true. Devil's advocate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you very much, Agna. Thank you um, so much, Peter. Good fun today, um, and uh, yeah, we will be back again for more tomorrow. So many thanks. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye.